What's going on, friends? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. We made it. Another week in the books. The sun is more or less kind of sort of remotely a little bit out. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you live in the <laughs> Pacific Northwest, you understand exactly what that means. And really, a mile away, it could be raining. But where I'm at, directly over my house, I can see a little bit of blue sky, just some slivers. Not a lot of blue sky, but I can see a little bit of blue sky. So for early December to see blue sky, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I will take it. I'll take it all day. <laughs> because I know that probably at some point it's going to start pouring rain again. God, it was raining so hard earlier this week. So hard. I saw some stat today on some weather, some weather thing on Twitter. It said something along the lines of like, I don't know, like 10 billion water, 10 billion gallons of water had fallen like over Oregon and Washington in like the past week. <laughs> like we had so much rain at one point. There were flood warnings. My God, it's a fucking mess. Absolute mess. So anytime that it stops raining and it's winter and I can see some blue sky, yes. Yes, please. Yes, I know. The studio audience is also super duper excited. <laughs> so I hope everyone's having a good week and I hope you all got something planned for the weekend that uh, is going to be healthy, you know, since this is a health-related podcast. Hopefully, whatever you're going to do this weekend is going to stimulate your mind, body, and soul. That's, that's all I can ask for, I guess. Um, gosh. Years and years and years and years ago, uh, I used to have this job, and I feel like part of the way that I dealt with maybe downtime or stress or whatever I would watch a lot of TV, and I've always been very, very active. My, my entire life, I've been active, you know, with sports and, you know, where I grew up, you know, we we're always outside doing stuff, whether, you know, ocean related or in lakes or out in the woods. Uh, you know, we used to go shooting guns and stuff like that. We were kind of a bunch of hillbillies where I grew up. Um, but we, you know, we were always very active, but I did watch. A lot of TV. You know, I love to watch sports. And, you know, granted, this is a long time ago. Uh, I like to watch like the sitcom shows, you know, like Cheers and Seinfeld. And, okay, I can admit, I will admit this publicly. I watched 90210. Ooh. <laughs> I know. I did. I watched it. I didn't even care. Every once in a while, uh, some of my friends would get together and we would all watch it. I didn't give a shit. The show was absolutely ridiculous. But at the time, okay, you have to put yourself in my shoes, you know, in the early 90s, that show was like 
mind blowing, <laughs> especially where especially where I grew up. We didn't see people like that. Like that was a whole different kind of living. Beverly Hills, like what? <laughs> I grew up where everyone was driving lifted trucks, old lifted trucks with rifles in the back window so they could go hunting at the drop of a hat. Not Beamers, not Mercedes, not stuff like that. Definitely not sunshine. God, that show had so much sunshine. Everybody was at the beach. See, I grew up at a, on the coast in a beach town. Our beach didn't look like that beach. You know, our beach is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It's beautiful in a nature kind of way. 90210, those beaches were different from a people standpoint. <laughs> lots of skin, lots of bikinis. Uh, we didn't have that on the Oregon coast when it was 45 degrees out and sideways rain. Not a lot of people out there in bikinis and uh, board shorts, <laughs> you know, playing volleyball in the sand. Highly unlikely at that time and still to this day. But as I've gotten older, I find that one, I got out of that job that I had. And at that point in time, Money was tight, I, for lack of a better term. Money was tight. I wasn't making the kind of money that I was used to making, and I decided to make some sacrifices. So what was the obvious thing to go right off the bat? DirecTV. Got the guillotine. Because at the time, I think I was probably spending, I don't know, 130 bucks a month. You know, and granted, this is like 11 years ago, 12 years ago, somewhere in there. So I was spending like, you know, probably 120, 130 bucks a month. And then I also had the NFL game ticket, you know, which at that time was like 300 bucks for the season. And it was just a lot of money, you know. So when you're when you're pinching pennies, you, you get rid of the things that aren't necessary, okay? And I immediately was like, well, I got to have, you know, some form of entertainment. Like, how am I going to entertain myself, you know? Uh, and I thought, well, okay, like, I guess I could, like, read books and stuff. And I've never been, I've never been an avid reader. I don't have the the focus, like, it physically, like, hurts my eyes to sit and try to read for any extended period of time. Okay, I'm good for about an hour, and then my brain is going in a million different directions. <clears throat> and, you know, and I know that, you know, people, oh, the more you do it, the easier it gets. Like, okay, maybe, or, you know, or maybe I need some sort of medication to help show my brain out. Like, I don't know, but what I do know is I can't just sit for hours at a time like some people and just read. I can't just read a book cover to cover in a weekend. That that's I my brain does not work like that. <clears throat> but I knew that okay, books are an option. And then I also knew that hey, there are these things called podcasts. And at that point in time, I don't feel like obviously podcasts were as popular as they are. Uh, there definitely weren't as many as there as there are currently you know i definitely was not debating on doing a podcast you know back in 2012 2013 like that was not on my radar at that point in time um but i figured 
well, you know, it's not reading. It's not TV. It's kind of a, maybe a mix between the two. I don't know. Like I can pick topics or shows that I think are interesting. And I don't have to sit and try to stare at a book full of tiny letters for hours at a time. And I do find them entertaining. So I said, screw it. I kind of just went all in on podcasts. And it got to a point where I canceled not only DirecTV, but I canceled my Netflix. And I believe I kept I kept my Amazon Prime. Uh, just, you know, or maybe I added Prime later on. But I know I got rid of my Netflix. And I essentially just stopped turning on my TV for the most part. You know, I, I enjoy the occasional movie here or there. But I go weeks without turning my TV on. I don't even think about it. Like, I literally look at that thing sometimes. It's covered in dust most of the year. Like, I have to remind myself I should probably clean the TV. And at one point, I even bought a bigger TV just because I do enjoy watching movies from time to time. But then it's like I bought this big-ass TV, and I don't even turn it on. It just sits there. And honestly, like, I'm okay with it. It doesn't bother me at all. I think it's more for if I have other people over, you know, and or like, like, you know, my girlfriend wants to watch a movie with me. Like, we can watch a movie and then that's great. I have a nice TV to watch a movie on. But I went all these years really not missing TV at all. I found a way to still get my news. I found a way to still be entertained. I found a way to get, you know, my educational programming. I just, I found a way to entertain myself that didn't involve sitting on the couch in front of a TV for hours at a time. I mean, think how much time we waste sitting in front of a TV. And really, when you're in front of a TV, you're not exactly multitasking, okay? And don't tell me, oh, texting is multi... No, it's not. You're not multitasking. You're, you're swapping one screen for another. <laughs> you're, you're either staring at a TV or staring at your phone. And I'll get into phone stuff uh, a, a little later, but you're not doing anything while you're watching TV or a movie or whatever. You're just sitting there mindlessly staring at a screen for hours at a time. And I found that when I kind of switched it up, got into podcasts, uh, also I got into more audiobooks. Uh, I could go do stuff. I could still be busy throughout the day and I could still be entertained by, by something that I enjoy listening to for hours at a time. You know, like these podcasts that I listen to, some of them are three, four hours long. Like I will consume eight hours of podcasts in a day. Easy. Easy. I have no problem at all doing that. From the, from the time I wake up, I have a podcast going until just about the time I go to bed, you know, minus going to, to the gym for two and a half hours a day. But if I'm out and about, I got AirPods in, 
I'm listening to something. I go to the store, I'm listening to something. If I'm driving, I'm usually listening to something. I'm always consuming some kind of media. And I feel like, I don't know, like I try to think back to, to I don't know, like how my brain worked, you know, maybe like up until 2012. And I feel like my brain just works better when I stopped just staring at a screen mindlessly for hours at a time. And okay, clearly, you know, maybe this is a me problem and this is a way that, you know, I was choosing to live my life, you know, and I understand not everybody sits around and just watches TV. Okay. Not everybody fills their boredom through television or movies or even video games. And I don't play video games, but you get, you get my point. I get that a lot of, you know, there are a lot of people who don't do that. I was a little late to the show. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't find parking. I was a little late to the show. The show got started, but I, I finally, I finally arrived. All right. And I just feel like, I don't know. I think better. I feel like I'm almost able to multitask better. When I'm at work, I listen to podcasts and I find myself, you know, I'll be typing a report, but I'm also listening and paying attention to a podcast. And I'm not getting the two mixed up. I can, every once in a while, I'll go back and I'll re listen to a section of something just to make sure I heard it right. But I'm not like, you know, subconsciously typing the words of the podcast into my reports, you know, and I I don't feel like my brain was really that efficient when I was younger. And maybe this is just me getting older. Like I have absolutely zero data to support what I'm saying right now about how my brain works. I've run no clinical trials. There are no studies. Okay. Uh, No doctors have been involved in what I'm saying right now. This is just me with my lived experiences saying what I've observed. And I feel like kind of once I made that switch to audiobooks and to podcasts and to continuing to do activities throughout the day, I, it's almost like my multitasking skills have gotten better. You know, my ability to look at one thing while listening to something different and still comprehending both things simultaneously has just gotten better and better and better. And I don't know, like maybe it wasn't super bad before and I just didn't notice, or maybe it's some sort of learned skill. I don't know. I think maybe both can be true. I think maybe on some level, I was probably always doing stuff like this. And I'm not saying I was a bad multitasker, but I feel like my brain just functions better. And who knows why? But I know one thing that probably helped not sitting in front of a TV for hours at a time. I think that getting rid of TV, getting rid of Netflix, getting rid of that temptation to just mindlessly sit and zone out, especially on like a dreary, rainy day when there's still other things I could be doing, getting rid of that temptation for me these last 10 years has been absolutely nothing but a net positive. 
100%, without a doubt. And I would challenge anyone out there, do an honest assessment of how many hours in a week you watch TV. Try to replace that with a book, with an audiobook, or with a podcast. Something else that entertains you and is going to stimulate your brain in a different way. I'm not saying to cut out TV 100%. All right. I'm not a hypocrite. I still like to watch football every once in a while. You know, I don't watch football very often, but I do like to watch the Seahawks play every once in a while. You know, I love the Great British Bake Off. That's like one of my favorite shows. And luckily, my girlfriend has Netflix, so I get to, you know, watch it on her TV. Like, I, I, I'm never going to cut TV completely out of my life 100%. Okay. But when I compare these previous 10 years to how I was, you know, 20 years ago, it's night and day. It's not even comparable how I've changed my TV viewing habits. It's not even comparable at all. That's my little testimony for that, <laughs> you know? So I would challenge you. See if you can cut it, even if you cut it down by a quarter, even if you replaced one day or two days a week, don't turn the TV on, just read a book in the evening or listen to a podcast or listen to an audiobook. Or find another activity. Maybe play cards with your spouse. Paint. Crochet. Do some woodworking. I don't know. Like, this kind of goes back to my, my episode a few days ago. Become obsessed with something. You know, maybe you will find through turning the TV off and unplugging a little bit, you might have some other interests that can occupy your time rather than sitting on the couch, not talking to your significant other, multitasking between your phone and the TV and the phone and your TV. Like, I, it, it seems like a win win to me. You know, I'm not here trying to give relationship advice. I mean, for fuck's sake, anyone who knows me knows that. You know, I'm as probably damaged a human as has ever existed. You know, hence why I'm in therapy and will probably always be in therapy in one form or another, you know, for the rest of my life. You know, uh, we are all a work in progress and I am still continuing to work on and deal with my bullshit. So I'm not giving anyone relationship advice, but I, what I don't see, you know, what I, what I find hard to believe that spending maybe better quality one-on-one -on -one time with your significant other that doesn't involve a TV is a bad thing. Going for walks, playing cards, playing you know board games, doing some other activity that forces the two of you to interact together. Like, how is that a bad thing? That's not a bad thing, unless you hate your spouse. 
maybe it'll maybe it'll prompt you to break up with them and get yourself in a better situation. I don't know. What I'm saying is disconnecting a little bit is going to be a positive one way or another. One way or another, it's going to be a positive. I want to go over some statistics that that I found. Okay. And this is regarding screen time. Now, this article was written by Rebecca Moody. She's the head of data research for Comparatech.com. And it just talks about average screen time, the United States versus the the rest of the world. Now, I'm not going to go through the the rest of the world kind of stuff. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not concerned with what, you know, people in the UK are doing as far as watching TV. You know, I'm I'm concerned with what's going on here because this is my country and I I care about I care about my people here. I mean, I care about people everywhere, but you guys know what I'm saying. Average screen time in the USA as of 2022 6 hours and 59 minutes. Now that is split Three hours, 31 minutes between a desktop, some sort of PC, and then three hours, 28 minutes on some sort of mobile device, phone, you know, iPad device. So let's just call it what it is. Seven hours a day. You're spending essentially a third or we, I'm going to put myself in there too. I'm part of this team. We are spending roughly a third of our awake time staring at some form of screen. But Good Lord. Think of all the shit you could get done if you had an extra seven hours in the day. Think of how many things you could get accomplished, regardless of what it is. Maybe it's hobby-related. Maybe it's work-related. Maybe it's relationship-related. If you could dedicate an extra seven hours to something productive, as opposed to seven hours staring at a screen, again, I don't see how that's not a positive thing. I don't. I don't see how that's not a positive thing. If if you think that that's not positive, if you're out there right now and you're listening to this, I want you to go to my Twitter or my Instagram at Jake Brown Pod. Shoot me a DM. You tell me why that's not a positive thing. I bet you can't. I won't even argue with you. I just want to hear what your rationale is for thinking that being more productive over a seven-hour span, being more productive would be a bad thing. It just sounds silly to me. 
I don't feel like there's an, I mean, someone will always steel man any argument. We can always play devil's advocate, but come on. Come on. Like even right now, me doing this podcast, I love doing this. It's so much fun to me, but I could easily be wasting this time not doing this and watching TV. And I'm sure some of you are like, yeah, you should probably go do that. <laughs> you should probably stop doing this podcast and just, just go watch TV. <laughs> go build something. You, you don't want me to build anything. <laughs> you, you get my point, though. Okay? You get my point. Well, we're just more productive, I feel like, when we, when we maybe disconnect a little bit. You know, we're not getting any smarter just sitting there mindlessly watching some stupid fucking show, you know? I mean, you know, most of us, we're not really watching educational programs. <laughs> you know, we watch things to, to be entertained, not to necessarily learn. So it's definitely a better way to spend your time. This article goes on to talk about the time we spend on social media. On average per day, just on social media, two hours and 31 minutes. Just on social media. And I am just as guilty as anyone. Sometimes I think the only thing I use my phone for is texting podcasts, and social media. That's it. I mean, it's, it's just, it's ridiculous. And we are all guilty of it. I don't know anyone in my life right now who has given up their smartphone and gone back to the old, you know, brick fucking T9 text. I don't know anyone who has done that. I know I've talked about it, and I've had friends talk about it, but when push comes to shove, we're all too sh chicken shit to actually do it. None of us are doing it. So there's a perfect example of what can I do <laughs> to maybe better occupy that time that I waste on my phone, and really, like, what what am I looking at? I you know I get on Twitter and I just it's just people arguing on there over the dumbest shit ever, you know, or on Instagram. Just people living these lives that I can't even relate to. I can't relate to these people who just, you know, gallivant all over the world on yachts. Like, what the fuck? That's not my life. <laughs> like, where's the person who wakes up at seven in the morning and goes to work and goes to the gym? And then has to, you know, make dinner late at night. Like, I don't see those people on Instagram. Those people don't get the clicks. Uh, so then like, I asked myself, why am I looking at this shit? This is such a waste of time. It's just so stupid. Then we get into the music. One hour and 59 minutes. And then podcasts, 
one hour and two minutes. I'm a little skeptical of that one. But if a lot of people aren't really listening to a lot of podcasts, like I feel like I'm a little bit of an anomaly where I can easily listen to eight hours of podcasts in a day, but also at the same time, not even turn on my TV for a month. Like for me, that's not unusual. But for others, I could see how uh, maybe they just want a quick 30-minute episode and then they're out and about doing something else. Rebecca Lake, she wrote an article called Television Statistics, 23 Mind-Numbing Facts to Watch. This is on Credit Donkey, which is like a finance kind of product evaluation tech stuff. You know, they're, they're trying to help out consumers, essentially. So they, you know, they break down products. They try to make good recommendations and stuff like that. Um, I'm not going to go through all these, but I, I did find it. I did find some of these interesting that, uh, that she outlines. Okay, how many people watch TV each day? How many do you think? Real quick, to yourself, how many people do you think watch TV every day? If you said nearly 80%, you would be correct. You would be correct. How many hours do you think those people watch per day? If you said around three hours every day, you would also be correct. Now, here's one that I found pretty disgusting. Okay. How many hours on average do Americans watch of TV in a lifetime? You ready for this? The average person watches about 141 hours of TV per month or 1,692 hours per year. Assuming you reach the average UF life expectancy of 78, that's about 15 years of your life. 15 years of your life. I mean, you want to talk about wasting time? Think of all the shit that you could get done in 15 years. Think how productive you could be in 15 years if you put your mind to something that's a little more tangible. I mean... Whatever hobby, let's just pick a hobby. Pick any hobby. Let's say it's it's drawing, okay? And I'm a terrible artist. But let's just say that I wanted to learn how to draw starting right, like right now. I'm 47 right now, okay? So if I started drawing right now, not knowing how to draw, being absolutely terrible, 
in 15 years when I'm 62, do you think I would be a, a pretty good drawer? I mean, I think I might even call myself an artist at that point. If I just picked a style, maybe it's watercolors, maybe it's charcoal, you know, whatever, whatever discipline or genre, you know, of drawing you want to be in. If you dedicated 15 years, if you did that instead of sitting around and watching TV, just melting your fucking brain. I mean, you substitute drawing with whatever you want. Boxing. Dance. Motorcycles. Snowboarding. Running. You name it. If you dedicated 15 years to an activity, which is, like the stats say, three hours a day, I mean, you could, you could do half that. You could spend an hour and a half a day practicing sketching. An hour and a half a day. And then in what, seven and a half years? Think how good you would be at that skill. You'd be pretty damn good. I think you'd be pretty damn good. And again, it just goes back to, to time wasted. That's all it is. It's just time wasted. It's just so many better, more productive things that we could be doing. And from a health standpoint, I mean, think about, think about what you're not doing when you're just sitting on the couch. You're not moving. Chances are you're probably eating. So it's affecting your blood pressure, you know, it's, it's, a, a, it's, it's, a, it's affecting your, your body mass index. Like, no one's getting in shape sitting around watching TV. Nobody is. You're just not. I'd like someone to get in the old DMs and convince me otherwise on that one. You're not getting in shape watching TV, eating pizza, drinking fucking beer. You're not doing it. Average number of TVs in a household? Jeez, it's about the same as the average number of kids. 2.3 TVs. And 75% of households have one in the living room. Man. I mean, when you think about it, and this is nothing new, what I'm going to say right here. When you think about it, how do we arrange a living room? Like, we don't arrange a living room around the fireplace. We don't arrange a living room around a bookshelf. We don't arrange a room, any room for that matter, around the windows. We arrange the living room based on where we have the TV. Where's the best place for the TV? Ooh, the TV doesn't look good there. Move the TV over there. Maybe we should hang the TV. 
Do we hang the TV too high? I like the TV on a table. We can't just have any table. We got to get a TV table. It's a whole industry. From accessories to tables, sound bars, all that shit, hanging mounts, stands. Maybe you don't want to hang it. You put it on a stand. I saw a thing for a, you, you mount your iBot in it and it's, it's on fucking wheels and it stretches out over your bathtub. <laughs> so now you, you're taking your Epsom salt bath trying to get relaxed and you got a fucking screen in your face. Like TVs are an entire industry. They are an entire way of life for all of us. I am just as guilty. Like I said earlier, I am just as guilty. Just as guilty, but I feel like I've gotten better. I'm trying to, I'm trying to cure my sickness, you know? And I feel like the last 10 years, I've done a great job of curing my TV sickness. What's the most popular time of day for watching TV? What do you think to yourself? Would it be nighttime? It would be nighttime. 88% of people prefer to watch TV in the evening. Why do you think that is? Well, probably because you get off work and you're exhausted and it's just easier to turn the TV on and zone out before you go to bed. But really, what is staring at that screen doing? Overstimulating your brain. And then you try to go to bed and you don't sleep very well. And then you can't sleep very well, so what do you do? You pull your phone out and you stare at that screen then you really can't sleep well because your fucking brain is going bananas inside your head. Find another activity in the evening. Even if it's a couple nights a week. Play some cards. My girlfriend and I, we play skip boo. We play hearts. We play lots of cards. It's great for us because we sit and we talk. We catch up on each other's days, how we're doing. It's almost like a check-in for us. It's fucking awesome. We got music going. I got a seltzer water. Sometimes I got a joint. Whatever. She's got a glass of wine. But for a couple hours, we just sit and play cards and we talk. The dogs are there. It's fucking great. You get to a point where you don't even miss TV. TV almost becomes like a sweet treat, you know? TV is almost like that, that nice dessert, you know? Like the other night, we watched the season finale of the Great British Bake Off, and that was the first time I turned my TV on in quite a while. But it was like, ooh, like, you know, tonight we're going to watch the season finale. Like, I was all excited for that because it's not normal in my house to just turn the TV on. Just time better spent with those who are in your life. And I think if I can get any message across, the time that we spend with our loved ones, I can't speak for you. I'm not trying to speak for anyone. You know, I'm not trying to speak for any of my friends or the people that I know, but I feel like 
I would much rather spend quality time that involves me interacting with people, with my friends, you know? Even, I have a friend of mine, you know, like during Seahawk games, they will they will host once in a while and they will have people come over and, you know, there'll be food and, you know, there'll be drinks and that kind of stuff. And, you know, we'll sit around, we'll watch the Seahawks and we'll talk, we'll have a great time. And I have made it a point the last couple years, you know, and I really try my hardest. I just put my phone with my keys face down and I just try to ignore it. You know, I just try to be in the moment. I try to just be in the moment with my friends that who knows what could happen the next day. Life is so fucking batshit crazy. Think how many people just randomly get in car wrecks <laughs> going to get fucking groceries at the grocery store. Like anything can happen. And I feel like the older I get, the more I just accept that fact. You know, like when you get older, you have friends that unfortunately they die. And I want the quality time that I spend with my friends to be just that quality time with my friends. I don't want to be on my phone. I just want to be in the moment with them. I want to be paying attention to them. I don't want to be dividing my attention between my phone and them. The people that I want to talk to, I'm in the room with. So I don't need my phone. I can put it away and it feels weird. But I will say this, and this is, you know, mainly for, you know, my fellow Gen X people, you know, it, this should be easy for us. It should be because of how we were raised. We were not raised with all this technology. It was not part of our life from the time we were little, little kids. You know, I didn't get my first cell phone until I was 24 years old. And it didn't even text. Texting wasn't even a thing. <laughs> okay. There's no excuse for people my age and older to just be on their phones all the time. Put those things away. Live in the moment. Pay attention to your friends. Mind your relationships. Again, find a hobby, something that's more productive. Cut the TV time down the screen time down and take that energy and put it into something that's more productive. That's going to make you more well-rounded. More well-rounded. We're all going to be better off for it. Okay? We're all going to be better off for it. All right. Enough of that. Jesus, this turned into a fucking motivational speech. God, I'm trying. I'm really trying not to be like preachy on here. Okay. I don't want to be preachy, but I feel like this is important. This is important shit here. You know? God, we just, we waste so much time on our fucking phones and on TVs. I, I just, I don't know, man. Let's, let's normalize just putting our phones away. How about that? How about we fucking normalize putting phones and turning off TVs? Let's let's normalize that. 
and just living in the moment because hey you know you never know you never know when it's someone's time to check out and i i would much rather have you know my last conversation with someone i care about not be divided between what they're saying and then me fucking texting someone or looking at some stupid twitter post that would be awful and on that note Since I skipped out Bard on my last episode, we are definitely doing a Bard episode right now. Okay, a little Bard segment. And look, I had to ask Bard, I had to ask Bard two things, all right? And I was curious because Bard would, Bard should have no idea. Bard should not know at all. I asked Bard, you rate the top five countries with the best food from first to fifth. Now, how would Bard know that? Bard can't eat. Bard don't eat. Number five, and I got to be honest, I kind of agree with this list. Like, this is a good list. Maybe, I mean, personally, I think I would switch five and three, personally. Okay, but that's just me. Number five, actually, I would switch five and two. Yeah, I would switch five and two. That, that, but that's just me. Number five, Mexican food. Mm, vibrant, flavorful. It's so delicious. I love the colors, you know? When I see or smell anything that is Mexican food related, it just reminds me of summer. You know, and I tell you what, if you have a case of the of the weather downs, if you if the weather's got you down, the rain's got you down, go get some Mexican food. It's like summer on a plate. It's festive, man, it tastes delicious. You're going to get some heat. So right there, that's kind of like summer, right? Number four. Japanese food. Yes, I agree. I love it. I love sushi. I love sushi. I don't love all sushi. Uh, fun fact, I do love Safeway sushi, and I don't give a shit what anybody says. I think it's delicious, unless you buy it too late in the evening. So try to get there early when they're making it fresh. But it's so good. And it's pretty good for you. You know, it's good for you. Number three, Thai food. Now, I am not the biggest Thai food fan, but I am liking it more and more. Pad Thai, I've had it a few times. My girlfriend loves it. She's had to kind of push me towards it a little bit, but I can be honest, it is growing on me. It is definitely growing on me. Number two, and I don't know about this one. I mean, yeah, some stuff, but French food. I don't know. It's kind of too snooty for me. 
but they do list uh, crepes on here, and I fucking love crepes. I do love crepes a lot, and I like cheese, and I do like wine, and I know France loves their cheese and wine, and they love bread and baked goods, and so like I'm I'm down with that kind of stuff, big time. And number one, I mean. Who didn't see this one coming? My all-time favorite. If I was stuck on a desert island and a plane was going to fly over and just drop me one kind of food every day, <laughs> they're, they're not going to rescue me. They're just going to they're just going to drop me food from one country, Italy. Anything Italian from the pasta to the pizzas, to the seafood, you name it. If it's Italian, I'm eating it. I'll eat it all day. I'll eat it all night. You got the wines. The desserts are good. And let's not forget the cappuccinos. God, I love... Man, I miss cappuccinos. Oh... I haven't had like legit caffeine now in a month. I did have some, uh, I bought decaf coffee, which I know like there's still a little bit of caffeine in it. Trust me, it is not the same. <laughs> it is 100% not the same. It doesn't taste the same. It doesn't smell the same. But at least I kind of get my, my coffee routine in the morning. Except now I just sit around and drink shit coffee. The food in Italy, man, so far, Italy next summer is in the works, going back to Rome, and uh, I, I dream about it. It's what I fantasize about, is just going and wandering the alleys of Rome and ducking in and out of all those amazing little restaurants and bakeries. Oh, my God. And not just during the daytime. Like, you know, people are having dinner till 11.30 at night. Like, you try to go to dinner at 7, you're going to be the only one in there. Those restaurants aren't kicking off until 10. The food is just so good. It is so good. And the quality of the food, that's probably the main thing. And I feel like this is across, the, across Europe in general. Just the food quality. No additives, no sugar. Like the pastries you get aren't overly sweet. You know? Like if you took the same ingredients in the US, it's just twice as sweet. It's too much, you know? But there, you look at something, and in our American conditioned brains we assume it's going to have a flavor a certain flavor based on how it would be here and then you take a bite and it's different it's better and you immediately fall in love and i have fallen in love with italy i have fallen in love with their food it is magnificent 
So on the flip side, I had to ask Bard, what were the worst? <laughs> so the top five worst. And let's see if you can uh, see a theme here, all right? <laughs> Number five, the Netherlands. And I love how Bard described this. Dutch cuisine is often seen as simplistic and lacking in complexity. <laughs> like what? They eat a lot of potatoes and vegetables. Pea soup? Like who the fuck eats pea soup? Uh, number four, Scotland. Very similar to the Netherlands. Lots of potatoes, lots of vegetables, lots of hearty, lots of hot, hearty food because it's fucking cold there. Uh, number three, Finland. <laughs> lots of potatoes, lots of dairy, lots of vegetables, lots of meats. Number two, Iceland. Have we figured out the theme here? And number one, England. They all eat the same stuff. <laughs> they all eat a shit ton of potatoes and meat and vegetables. And it's like in soups and stews where they bake their, you know, their shepherd pies or whatever they are. They all eat the same stuff. I will give them this, though. It must be effective in, uh, in growing giant fucking humans because they're all giants over there. Show me a small Icelandic man or a small Finnish man. I was going through customs last year, and I was in Helsinki, and I got confused as to what line I was supposed to be in, and I finally got on the right line, and I think the guy, like, the guy working in the booth was just watching me, and you could just tell he was so annoyed with me. He was he was so annoyed with me. And I finally get to the window. I'm not exaggerating when I say this was the biggest motherfucker I have ever seen in my entire life. Like my head was completely tilted back so that I could see his face. And he wasn't in some high elevated booth. This dude was just a fucking giant. His shoulders her shoulders were like four feet wide. His head looked like two cinder blocks pushed together with eyeballs and a fucking mouth. And he did not have a sense of humor. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm kind of sarcastic. I like to crack a joke here or there. He, he was not in a joking mood at all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's like, all right, sir. I'm just trying to get to this gate and then get back to the States. I will leave your country <laughs> right now if you just let me through. Stamp that and let me get out of here, which he did, luckily. Oh, God. So I'll give him that. You know, their food, it grows some, some big old humans, some big old strong humans. So good on them. All right, friends. That's the Friday show. I hope everyone has a great rest of their day, and I hope you enjoy your weekend. I'm debating on a weekend show. I kind of like the whole, like, the little smooth jazz late night podcast where I just talk about something chill. I don't know. I mean, it's coming. One of these nights, I'm just going to get high as fuck, and I'm going to do a podcast, and I don't know what I'm going to talk about. But I guarantee you this, there's going to be some weird music on and I'm just going to be rambling for an hour. 
and eh, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I don't think that's going to be this weekend, but it's going to happen at some point. All right, friends, that's it for me. Thanks again for all your support. Again, I'm on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Amazon Music. Talk to you soon.